can see from in there, I'm Stephen. And I'm the Wretched Beast, and this is the Check Please podcast that we do. It's a, yeah, it's a podcast that we do, and this week we know what we're doing, which I guess is like a good twist. Yeah. <laughs> a, fun, a fun change of pace. I don't know, though. I'm a bit apprehensive. Do you want to fill the listeners in on what's happened, Will? Yeah, well, the Wretched Beast, please. Uh, mm, they came, sorry. The, the people from No But Media Productions, our kind of corporate overlords who fired us, yeah. but are still... But we're still trapped in the, the studios. Yeah, we can't get out. And they came in and they said that since we insist on keeping doing the podcast, that they're going to give us a topic of to get the good SEO and um I mean we we are trapped in their offices and they have some nebulous control over the space so maybe we should listen to them I figure I mean I guess because I guess they like they trapped us in well they trapped me in a painting and uh-huh. it's I mean I don't know I don't it's like all the it. shifting shifting hallways and corridors yeah it's at least they didn't send in like a replacement host this week that was yeah but i like being able to talk about what i want to talk about Um, and but what they want what they want us to talk about is the upcoming steven spielberg project (sighs) ready player one the movie yeah (laughs) which i think it's not come out yet, has it? I don't think when it's it out, out yet. I don't know when it's out. I haven't been following it that closely, but I feel like the conver- like the discussion... We've had the, it. it. It's happened and it's already over and the movie hasn't even come out. People are already sick about talking about Ready Player One. The cultural conversation of Ready Player One is over. It's done. And I've mm-hmm. said that to them. It's also like, what, a, a blip on the timeline? This isn't going to be a big thing that we're, when when all our listeners are listening back in the future, they're not going to... Ready Player What, they'll it's, say? It's going to be the equivalent of Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. It's going to be like a um, like the one one of the ones that's not Meet the Spartans from mm-hmm. that, that series of parody movies. You know what I mean? It's going to be something that no one will remember, even okay. as a joke... <laughs> yeah it's it's basically already dead and hasn't even come out yet um and i think i mean i i don't know i don't know i mean if we if we'd have done this episode a few weeks ago then maybe sure but i'm not the one who's in charge I mean, we could have temporarily been part of the zeitgeist mm-hmm. but but even then like you don't want to do that with a podcast you don't want to tie it so closely to a moment in time but they have, they, they basically said that they will no longer allow us to use the vending machines to eat unless we do this episode. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that they've been restocking the vending machines, even though we keep breaking into them. I don't think it's nice, Stephen, because we would need <laughs> the vending machines if we were allowed to leave the building. Okay, fair. You're taking a, a large picture view on this. <laughs> uh, speaking of, so, speaking, see, speaking of, of, a large, of picture. large pictures, <laughs> um, future box office smash. Yeah. Uh, so they've they've given me 
a thing here. Um, so I'll just read this. Uh, it, it was supposed to, we were supposed to like segue in from talking about something else. Uh, oh. Do you want to talk about something else briefly? No. Then? Here. So <laughs> let's just get the episode done and then it's over with. And then, then we... Okay, here we go. All right. Uh-huh. But first, are you ready for some ready player fun? It says ready player fun, like a oh, joke. That's kind of fun, I guess. Ready Player One is the upcoming blockbuster surefire hit from legendary Brothers Warner. Join hip young teen Wade Owen Watts, WOW, like World of Warcraft, on a magical VR journey into the Oasis to make like Indiana Jones and discover the fantastic hidden secrets left by its 80s loving creator and catch a few Easter eggs yourself along the way as all your favorite 80s properties make an appearance. You'll definitely want to insert coin for this one by buying a ticket, but don't just listen to our spiel. Take it from the main man himself, hotshot movie director Steven Spielberg, who says, if you look very carefully, you'll see an R2-D2 somewhere. So let's pass the possible, articulate about Artemis, annotate the journey of Anorak, and talk about if a hypothetical eye-scissors would win the fight against alleged sexual and physical assault of T.J. Miller's character I-Rock on this Ready Player wonderful show we have lined up for you today. So I won't invade your space anymore. I think that's a Space Invaders joke. Yeah, Stephen, so. <laughs> please tell us your thoughts on fellow Stephen, a.k.a. Mr. Spielberg's latest cinematic triumph. Do you have any thoughts on... Oh, so on this movie? is fun. So you, you get a script, and mm-hmm. I just have to do it off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, S- Steven Spielberg, the big movie man himself. Mm. Ooh. Uh, he's, he's, he's made the films that you love and crave and want more of. Uh, what? Uh, Munich. Uh, Munich? He did Munich. Never he heard did, of it. He did... Um, uh, he did uh, uh, Jaws. Jaws. Uh, the the one that's like Jaws but has a truck. Uh, um, Dual. Transformers. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe uh, it could have been a producer on Transformers. He could have been a producer on Transformers. It's possible. Um, the sequel, The Passion of the Christ. Minority Report. So many, many movies, and we love them all, and he's got a new one, um, the BFG. What's, what's the, what's your favorite little, like, Spielberg spin out of all these movies? What was the little thing where, like, where you could imagine him turning to the camera and winking at the audience that, like, uh, really stuck with you, Will? I like, I liked it when he, um had like some stuff that was like a- a- about childhood in the 80s and like a kind of a feeling of of summer and i liked it when also when he had like um nazis that were bad guys and we we were <laughs> against them and and he, i wish he could combine the two <laughs> that that was a simpler time <laughs> but um no my favorite spielberg movie is probably um, I don't know. E.T. I liked the part where the R2-D2 was in Ready Player One. 
And I haven't even seen it yet. I just know it's going to be good. That's a real quote from Steven Spielberg. He said, if you look very carefully, you'll see an R2-D2 somewhere. And he said that about Ready Player One, the movie. Yep. (laughs) Do you think it's going to be like one of those things where they're like in a room full of garbage and the the camera's like panning and from a certain angle, the garbage kind of lines up to make the shape of an R2-D2? I heard that Disney wasn't willing to give him like the the big boys, so he had to play right. with with the little <laughs> little figures of of Star Wars. And he also kept his own uh, he kept his own movies away from from the project. Right, he was like, "Let me direct it," and his 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 sub motive there was to make sure nothing he had, not, none of his oeuvre could be tainted by. Showing up in Ready Player One. It's kind of uh, the equivalent what's... of jumping on the grenade, isn't it? In order to save yeah. his works. <laughs> he turned to all the other directors and he's like, I'll take this one, boys. Uh, and they were all like, oh, thanks, yeah. Sure, like, tie your name to this train wreck. But really, he had... He, he knew the grenade would. Uh, the metaphor's kind of... <laughs> the metaphor kind of falls apart at this point. Do you think that he will die from the grenade that he has jumped upon for this film? Maybe. I don't know. Would that be a price too high to pay? I mean, someone's got to do it, right? Someone's got to fall on, on the sword. The the, the Excalibur, right? Parzaville. Uh, the, yeah. the Holy Grail. Just a um, whole bunch of swords. <laughs> and mm, also a cup. Oh. What? The Holy Grail. You, you said it. Yeah, cause, cause, oh, what a movie, right? What an idea! Imagine if, if, um, I bet it was an even better book. <laughs> because, because of it's like, imagine if there was like a a, a second life, mm-hmm. um, and I guess people don't. Do people have sex in it? It doesn't look like it. But when in the movie in the. But, like, you know, in Second Life, how it's, like, it's all, like, full of furries and, like, people are just, like, doing, like, the sex emoticons and stuff and they, and they do, yeah. like, sex times all the time. Is right. that in the movie or the book? Because that seems like that's mostly what Second Life is. And why would uh, why would you I really think that's need... Gonna be, I think that's going to be in the, like, rated, rated R sequel to Ready Player One that's, like, a... Ready, comma, player one, question mark, winky face. Okay. And and, and it, it implies that it's like a saucier, like, are you ready for this? Okay. Uh, and, and, and the whole movie is just references to all your favorite classic porn. <laughs> a guy comes in with a pizza <laughs> with extra sausage. There's uh, 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 all kinds of delivery things. There's a guy on a Segway who's being cuckolded by... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all the classics. Uh, lemon trees? Yep, they're, they're in there. Oh, Goat okay. makes an appearance. <laughs> Fan favorite. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah, we could go on, but you get the picture. <laughs> it is fun, and that's, I guess that is the appeal of, like, a Ready Player One thing, right. is that you can just remember the thing? Yeah, remember these it's... things? Yeah, do you remember these things? I mean, we kind of do that on this show. 
Yeah, sometimes. I guess I guess for people who are not initiated with what Ready Player One is, it's basically it's that like there's a second life type thing. It's full of references to the eighties. Now, like, saying Second Life itself is kind of a reference to the, I guess, late nineties. Do you wanna? Or wait, was it late nineties, two thousands? It's the. I mean, I can't think of any other kind of virtual reality, like PlayStation Home. It's like uh, a Club Penguin. <laughs> it's like a Club Penguin. It's like a Club Penguin or a, or a, a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> the Neopet Neopets, but like the forums. Yeah. I I hear those are, like, grittier. Yeah, it's like an RP section in in the Neopets forum where they all talk about being wolves. Yeah. Um, And, but instead of talking about being wolves, they talk about being, I don't know, Han Solo or (laughs) Chewbacca is there. And and it's all the things that you love from the 80s. Remember the thing? Well, imagine if... um, I mean, I don't know if they got the thing in there. They probably do. Probably have. <sighs> yeah. Kurt Russell, RJ McCready would be in there. Because it's like, remember the name RJ McCready? <laughs> he, like, wow. Imagine that. Yeah. Not, do do, 80, do, not, do not, 80s kids remember of Electric Sheep? <laughs> yeah. And not like the character himself or like the story, but just the name. Or like Buckaroo Banzai. Remember the sort of in, in, in a innovative nature and the kind of rewriting of the script over and over and stuff well what if instead of like the sort of the creative vision of the people who like wd richter and stuff what if instead of that it was just like just buckaroo bands like was that yeah. like in a uh, thing yeah how about the fun things that everyone's already talked about like we could talk about those again yeah uh, like how the iron giant's like a war machine well this. That's thing... like, a, a, like a fun take on the message of the Iron Giant, the original. Well, the thing that I think about that is that uh, is that it kind of makes sense because it's gamers, and that like really, I don't think that gamers yeah. in a vi- in a virtual video say. game, yeah, um, they they would just sort of be like, it's a thing. It has a gun. I have this thing. It has a big gun. And they yeah. wouldn't really care about any kind of... Uh, yeah, when you think about it, it's means. deep, actually. It's very deep when you think about it. <laughs> it's a lot of nuance. On the transient nature of consumerism and how is we, ready, we... Is player one ready? To something you have to ask yourself before I, you engage in video <laughs> games and gamer culture. Uh, I saw there was a thing going around where someone had tweeted that uh, that Ready Player One was finally a black panther for nerds oh yeah because of like white nationalism finally the nerds have a movie a big blockbuster movie for the nerds and the geeks because if there's anything <laughs> because that's the entire not... thing is a reference to all the fast movies that have been exactly for the nerds and the geeks right and if there's anything that's not for the nerds or the geeks it's a comic book movie <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> That's entirely understandable. What if? What if? All, uh, uh, what's What's the next Marvel Avengers thing coming out? It's Infinity Wars, right? What if the entirety of Infinity Wars takes place in uh, Ready Player One? Ooh, <laughs> like uh, like they're so they're so on the ball with their cultural callbacks and references that they're referencing the entirety of an upcoming film. Would that be good? <laughs> 
<laughs> what if what if all future comic book movies are released by going back and releasing a special edition of Ready Player One with all of the footage from that new comic book movie edited into it? Well, it's like how, you know how, like, in movies where they'll watch a movie, like how in Logan when they watch Shane and it's like, remember Shane? This movie's kind of like Shane, isn't it? What can I do in a Shane thing? Or like in Donnie Darko where they watch Evil Dead and they're like, that was a cult movie. This is kind of a cult movie, isn't it? Or, uh, 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 so, like, every movie, in, like, a Ready Player One sense, where the whole thing is just, that was a thing, wasn't it? This is kind right. of a thing. It's like the scene in the room where they watch uh, Tommy Wiseau's, like, family videos. <laughs> yeah, every movie should be that, like, Ready Player One should have a sequence in it where they have, like, a green screen that they watch on the, on, like, they go and watch a film in the green screen. It should last for about three hours in the, in Ready Player One, it should last for about three hours. And then right. it's like the scene in Star Wars where they watch all those uh, uh, Kurosawa. Is that how you pronounce it? Films? Yeah, Akira Kurosawa the... movies. Yeah, like The Hidden Fortress and right. uh, Seven Samurai. And they they look at them and then they think, oh yeah, this is kind of like that. But Ready Player <laughs> One should explicitly have. Uh, and, and and especially with Star Wars because of the opening it is pretty much exactly like Hidden Fortress to watch it. But um, and, and a lot of the plot and everything. And uh, but uh, but and also the sequence of the speeders mm-hmm. in the third movie, which is exactly like the end of uh, the Hidden Fortress one, where he's on the horses, but he said that isn't he's on the speeders. But anyway, and they do like a lot of the same shots. But also as well mm-hmm. as that, um, <laughs> the the uh, the the Star Wars one also references uh, Nazi propaganda. But when we when we speak about um the <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> when oh. we when we speak about ready player one uh, for 20 minutes <laughs> for 20 minutes uh and, and 10 more minutes to one. go mm. <laughs> they should have a green screen bit where like the in the ready player one where they have that in the movie and then when they released other movies in the future they would play Ready Player One around it and then they right. would sit down and watch the movie and then it would be like Ready Player One could do a reference to any movie. You could yeah. insert any movie into it and it's like it's a reference, a fun yeah, reference. Yeah, talk about like interactive media. Uh, Ready Player One should be like an AR enhanced thing where you point your, your point your phone up at the screen and it's a green screen and then you just like click and drag your favorite pop culture icons into the background just the scenes. Yeah, you just as like to... a fun Easter egg for real gamers. Like, is Crash Bandicoot gonna be in there? You'll have to watch and find out. But if it's not in there, you should be able to drag Crash Bandicoot into it. Many people will probably be editing in their own figures into the into the Ready Player One thing, and well, you can I do mean, that with all us. these existing properties aren't validated <laughs> until they're referenced in Ready Player One. We could put us in there, do you think? Like, they could put us in Ready Player One. Are we... What? Do you think any podcasters will be in Ready Player One? It's like a fun nod to the podcasters. I hope so. (laughs) Like, 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 uh, Chris Hardwick could be in there. Mark Maron. Everyone's favorite podcaster. Imagine if Mark Maron was in Ready Player One. Oh, he'd right. have a take. And the reason he's in there is because of his podcasting. <laughs> he'd have a take. And, and, yeah. and oh, the garage, right? He'd, he'd does, like. Does the titular Player One have a podcast? 
Ooh. Well, we should find that out. And um, but when we do, <laughs> I've got some. I've got some Ready Player One fun facts as well here That's on this good. on this sheet of paper. That's more to talk about. Yeah. Uh, here's a fun fact of Ready Player One. Uh, before his untimely death, Gene Wilder was approached by director Steven Spielberg, who wanted him to appear in the film. Wilder respectfully declined. So mm-hmm. that's that's a fact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, I'm not, I'm not like pointing any fingers here, but do you think he would have died if he said yes? Do you think there was like a? Are you saying that there's like a conspiracy angle where maybe no, Steven Spielberg? I don't. I'm not. Vengeful. I'm not making any claims. I'm just telling the listeners to think for themselves. <laughs> well, he did die, and he didn't want to be in the movie. Specifically, didn't want to be in the movie to the extent I mean, that, <laughs> that I hear. I hear Steven Spielberg was like crying and begging him, like, "We're old friends. Don't do this to me. Just, just uh, swallow your pride and be in the movie." These facts are from the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. The next one down is, On August 11th, 2015, a rumour began circulating that Steven Spielberg was courting, in quotes, Gene Wilder to play Oasis creator James Halliday, which would have made this the first film Wilder has done since 1999. However, Wilder guest starred as Elmer on Yo Gabba Gabba 2007. (laughs) Okay. No, was there like a Yo Gabba Gabba? That's a kids show, right? Yeah, I don't know if that the was children's a movie. Television. Do you think there's a fun reference to that? <laughs> in in the thing? In Ready Player One? In Ready Player One, they could do like a fun reference. Because it would be a fun reference to Willy Wonka, right? Because he was a creator in that. And what if he was a creator in this also? Right. What if, what if they made a, a different version called like Ready Player Ages 1 through 10? That was all. All the references were replaced with like you know things for the kids. <laughs> references to uh, Teletubbies, whatever, whatever other TV shows still exist. If we had one, this on this our... level of targeted content is the future of of Ready Player One based media. <laughs> I've always yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, if we had one like a Ready Player One based on us. An hour content. What would that be like? Because it's uh, like it's fun to think about, isn't it? <laughs> imagine if Parzival. <laughs> imagine if Parzival had to go into the Oasis and and like the creator James Halliday. I'm only doing this because of it saying it right here in front of me. Uh, was was a big fan of the Check Please podcast, which mm-hmm. he probably would have been if it if he'd have been alive today. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> What would that be like? Is what you're asking. Yeah, would it be good? Like bear traps no. and stuff. No. <laughs> oh wow. Well, no. Like imagine Parzival putting a bear trap on his head to get a feel for the podcast and playing chess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Nobu Media Productions made us do this. I should have been more upfront about how against this idea I was, but that my arm was being twisted. That I absolutely refused to do an episode about Ready Player One, but you know, the the, the powers that be and just were were uh, they were not flexible on it. It had to happen. I have a question. 
here on yes, the sheet well, of paper. The wretched beast. Do you think that Ernest Klein should be able to make his own pornography movies? He wanted to do it, but do you think he should? I don't know who that is, well. Ernest Klein, the writer of Ready Player One, the book. He oh. famously had a poem that he wrote about how he thinks that women in pornography are too, like, not intellectual enough. And he, he wishes that he had a pornography where um, they were doing a PhD and they had smart and they wore glasses and he could... Right, and then they were, like, staying up late trying to finish their thesis and kind of, like, broke students, so they ordered pizza. Yes, (laughs) and they were also DTF. Now, do you think that Ernest Klein should be able to make his own pornography movies? And if he did, would they be as terrible and full of misogyny and transphobia and fatphobia and horrible politics as the book and movie Ready Player One. Well, there's going to be an extended sex scene personally directed by the writer of Player Ready Run in the movie Ready Player One, so I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Okay. Is that in the Ready Player One winky face emoji one? Um... Oh, it's in both. It's, oh, it's a crossover. It's like a yeah, reference it's a crossover. to the other one. Yeah. Um, well, the same. Yeah. Uh, it says insert disc two, and disc two is just. <laughs> insert dick two is. Yeah. Uh, and then it flashes to that. Does it flash to that? Because I think it does. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it does. Look at the beast. I'm sure it does. <laughs> Uh, can it you says, just do the rest of this episode yourself? It says here that the music was originally going to com- be composed by longtime Steven Spielberg collaborator John Williams. However, due to sh- scheduling conflicts working on another Spielberg film, The Post, 2017, he left and Alan Silvestri took over. This was only the third film where Spielberg did not collaborate with Williams. I kind of want to take a nap. I'm sitting very far away from my microphone. Is that coming through? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, okay. Uh, I do have some content that I could do, do by you? myself. <laughs> uh, is it gonna is it gonna salvage the last twenty six minutes? I hope so. It's a little rap that I wrote because I know that you liked the one when I did it okay. on Bright. It, yeah. I know that you liked the one when I did it on the movie Bright. And okay, listen, if, if if you just wanna, yeah, and if listen, you just wanna sa- save the episode with your rap, well, yeah, I don't want to do this Ready Player One episode. It was definitely the people from No Book Media and and just, just <laughs> it was the people from No Book Media, Stephen. Yeah, it was the people from No Book Media forces. who wanted. Who wanted me to, to do this one? And just because you didn't see them doesn't mean that it wasn't them, and they weren't the ones who wanted to do the episode of Ready Player One, and it wasn't me. I mean, you came in and, 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 and you were like, "Hey, we're gonna do the next episode all in Ready Player One," and I, I, I was vehement. I was not gonna have any part of that, but you made it very clear after the fact to me that it was definitely. The higher ups, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that those vending machines stop getting restocked if we didn't do this. Yeah, <sighs> <laughs> but now I'm wondering if maybe that was a put on. But anyway, so you have this rap that you wrote? 
<laughs> I mean, the people from the Nobut Media ones, they wrote it. And I have to do it. And they, I well, don't want to do it. Oh, I can't. I can't. Just, just fucking do it already. <laughs> could you give me a beat? Or I could do it as a poem. I could do it like a poem style. Is there like some sort of meter to it? I don't know. Maybe. But like, just count me in or something. Or, or, or... Okay. Uh, uh, I, I don't... I don't know how to do that well. <laughs> Just do like a one, two, one, two, three, four. Uh, a one, a ready player one, ready player two, ready player one, ready player two, three, four. Thank you. That That's definitely a good way to right. begin. Here we Was go. That... No, no, I'm starting Was it now. Was that what you wanted? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Well, the month is March, and it's movie time. Is this the 50s or 1989? From the director of Always, you know it's gonna be fine. It's the movie about a boy who lives life online. Warner Brothers are rich from the Hollywood Hills. Just a bunch of movie actors trying to pay the bills. Oasis, they say, is the place to play. But old Parsifal's in for thrills, chills, and spills. <laughs> Parsifal is the lead. The main character, sorta. His real name's Wade Watts. I don't care one iota. Parsifal, that's it, as far as I'm concerned. It's on the name from my mind, may it be burned. If it's not a reference, it just ain't my thing. Wade Wilson, now there's a name you could sing. Remember Deadpool? TJ Miller was in that. Allegedly, he sexually and physically assaulted a woman in college. Ain't trying to hear that. No benefit of the doubt. Due process is my thoughts. This matter's not for me to decide. It's one for the courts. But until the day TJ Miller decides trial to go to jail, Parsifal is a reference to the night who sees the grail, the holy grail, the sacred mug, the cup of a carpenter from which Indy did choke, along with his dad in Indiana Jones 3. Now that's what I call a trilogy. There's a number of them referred to in the book. Ready Player One, why not give it a look? Or if you're lazy, wait for the flick. They've made some changes, but hey, suck my dick. That's the end of, of what I wrote. Okay. <laughs> of, of what the Nova Media people wrote. Uh-huh. Uh... <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Is this over? I think I think it's can over. <laughs> you can leave. I okay. think you can leave. I guess. Ah, oh, what a week, right? Ready, yeah. ready, player one. In cinemas. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, um Do you have anything you want to ask me? <laughs> uh um yeah, so TJ Miller like the the mm-hmm. woman who who um oh. uh who 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 he assaulted and and she uh, she made uh um uh, 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 like a um a complaint to the to the university and they uh they they uh, just sort of said a week later that uh, the matter's been handled and he never actually had to do anything. But so let's go to the uh, T.J. Miller appearing in Deadpool two and Ready Player One. <laughs> Instead of a scene. So when we talk about the end of the show, yeah, Stephen, there's a we, format. There's a format, and we ask each other the question of. Uh, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
do do you, how do you feel about the episode is it good oh one? i hated it i hated every minute of this you any, any other a, questions oh, okay, oh. but do you not think it was fun to talk about ready player one i think maybe the rap maybe the rap could have like stood on its own okay thank you uh, yeah. i mean thank you to the nova media people who wrote it yeah and 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 Stephen, we we end the episode. Do you do you want to end the episode? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I could have well, talked for more. Okay. And, and then... What you had more to say about Ready Player One? Did you did you or I have anything to say about Ready Player One? Like anything to contribute in this whole episode? <laughs> <laughs> or are we kind of just rehashing the discourse that we ourselves picked up on earlier <laughs> earlier in the weeks preceding this back when it was like a thing people cared about i think a lot of people still care about ready player one steven and they're ready for more content about it and when we <laughs> and this episode is gonna go viral and we're gonna get like everyone's gonna be like they're so like they're they're really talking about the issues they're talking about how they're standing up and it's like me too and it's like we're re- we're getting in on 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 all of it because because of, of things that are real real things real issues and Ready Player One and and people people like we get them in with with Ready Player One sort of stuff and then we talk about the real issues and then and then it's like when when listeners listen to this episode of Check Please and they think this isn't just a fun a fun I'm not just having a fun fun time listening about like a, a fun pop culture thing that I love and right, love to hear takes right, on right. I'm and, also and, uh, getting, getting something something new something like a, they're, they're really handling the real issues and, and, and when, when uh-huh. right in your own words this is kind of our me too movement <laughs> our bad episode about ready fire one and it's like People will be listening to this episode. Right. Maybe and they'll be in hearing all the parts come. where I'm distracted and just like opening and closing drawers on my desk because I'm so so disinterested in the topic. And they'll hear that, and it'll it'll make them want to keep listening to the show. It'll make them pay attention to and agree with all the valid and interesting points you're making. <sighs> but and and like, isn't it kind of? <laughs> Isn't it kind of funny that like that like it, it's like they put the Goonies and 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 the stuff in the poster and like they have like and they have like a poster of of all your favorite ones from the past right. but like yeah like a bad I... Photoshop and it's kind of funny because now now we don't have to have like good artistic right. things and... we can just have like just yeah. just a reference to something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, they had all those shitty, poorly edited posters they did uh, that were, like, ripping off the original works of better movies. And then the internet had its fun moment where everyone was making memes of, like, funny edits. Oh, and that all happened? And you remember that? And now now we're, like, Ouroboros. We're referencing that fun thing you remember from the internet. We're like the Ready Player One of discussions of Ready Player One, where all this was was a bunch of references to other discussions better informed people had about the subject. Remember when Drill did a... T- <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Uh, all the fun Game Master Anthony jokes. Those deep cuts. Uh, so, <clears throat> so, but um, he did say that he wanted the poster where he had a really long leg. That he was did good, have a actually. long. He had a long like. What if the movie is actually really good, and we when we watch it, and we're like, "This is actually." I'm a not Stone gonna Cold watch Pan. it. Well, what? <laughs> we're, no, we're gonna watch it. Come on, we're gonna no. watch this this great movie, Ready Player One, and it's gonna be really good, and it's gonna have so much. Are good you getting stuff money for it. this? What? Are you being paid to do this episode? I mean, do you have I mean, some sort of? deal going on i got it i thought that it would be fun you know you know will i wasn't gonna watch the movie i was not interested but if maybe someone could give me a some sort of offer code to use to like get a cheap ticket or free popcorn at the showing that would sway my mind if you could enter the code check please at checkout okay to get yeah 50 uh-huh. percent off your first ticket to ready player one Showing soon in cinemas. It's got all of your favorites. Busted. Remember when they busted so much for journalistic oh, integrity? What? This but... whole thing. You were trying to rope me into your your marketing scheme. I I see. I see what this was. I wanted... You said all those bad things about Ready Player One, and brought up all those controversial uh, aspects of it and how it was problematic. But you knew that. In today's day and age, all you have to do is put the like the name of the movie in people's heads enough, and they're going to go see it. I just thought that maybe because I, I thought that maybe if we talked about it, because I was trying to get you in on the idea of doing our own check, please movie ready player one one, and I had a guy who was going to do it, do the movie, and put us in the movie of Ready Player One. And uh, I th- I thought that if I promoted the movie on the show and then they would put us in the movie Ready Player One and it would be like a funny strike for the fans. Okay, okay. Maybe we should have started this sooner then? Like maybe in the years leading up to the like casting and production starting on the film, we should have been doing a podcast about how Will and Stephen will be in Ready Player One. <laughs> Well, no, I just thought, I mean, how hard is it to just edit in that? They're probably editing in so many things now. Like, they've still got a couple of weeks. They're probably editing in, like, a bunch of, like, things. Like, they got, like, so many 80s things. And the, right, the they, they want to keep it, like, as cutting edge as possible. Yeah, they put Tracer in there. Uh-huh. I bet if you I bet if you watch it and then you go back watch it, like, a week later, they'll have sent in, like, an updated film reel with, like, more current events put in at the end. They could put current events in the segment from Check Please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stephen, uh, do you want to add the episode? Yes. <laughs> but Stephen, you won't let the podcast die, will you? It's how you know that I have a true parent's love for their podcast, that despite despite all the all the all the problems with that, I won't let the Check Please podcast die. <laughs>